It's Monday, August 14th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Houston, Texas. So we're here today with Mark and Hadra Garrity from Montgomery, Texas, and they are hosting Lizeth from Columbia and a sweet little girl, and Alex and Nicole Morrison from Brenham, Texas, and they are hosting Louisa, and of course, as always, Beth Stanley, our Latin America program director. And Beth, before we talk to these families and kind of get some of their expectations coming into it and how the hosting has been thus far, just tell us a little bit about what's happened thus far in the camp, from the airport to some of the, even the things that happened this weekend. Totally. Thank you, Hermie. We have had a blast this last week. We had um, all five families at the airport greeting the kiddos, and they were able to have already Skyped their kids, so they already knew them when they got off the plane, which was super sweet. And then they all went home and started living life the first week here. And we had a couple of different cookouts and just get to know yous. And then um, over the weekend, most recently, we had a big cookout in the Butler Brenham area and we had a blast of just getting the community together, just foster adoptive families, host families, just getting to celebrate and hang out with the kiddos. It was great times. And then we got to speak at a church or different churches, two different churches. And so just getting to know the community more and more and see, you know, all the things that God's doing here. It's been so fun. Okay, so let's start with uh, Mark and Hadra. So y'all are hosting this one little girl, and just talk to us a little bit about why you wanted to host and kind of the way the Lord brought you into this experience. I think that the Montgomery area, there's probably a dozen families that have uh, adopted daughters from Columbia, and uh, we are a family of six boys, and so we thought, I wonder what it's like to have a girl, and um, just felt, you know, called to host, um, and, uh, several of our good friends, former pastors have hosted, and, uh, we just thought we would give it a try, that's where it goes. So, talk to us a little bit about, thus far, what have been some of the challenges? So, you go to the airport, and I mean, I know it's not all been challenges, but what have been some of the challenges so that, even as other people may consider hosting, they are prepared for, what are some of the things that you've kind of experience, maybe that you weren't expecting or have been harder than you expected? Well, I don't know. I think every every situation is different, but, um, you know, for us, we've had, Lisette is, is younger than most of the uh, kids that have been here before, which has been ideal for us, and that, that's been a real blessing. The... Um, the challenges have been, they said, didn't speak any English. That's kind of been fun figuring that out. And she's been super patient and super sweet. Plus, she gives, like, the world's best hugs. So no matter what you do, she makes you feel a million percent. Um, you know, one of the big challenges that I'm going to face in two weeks' time is that she's not going to be here. And um, that's going to be tough. And so I've kind of explained to everybody, it might be a little bit of a basket case, and I might... Like I'm on the Oprah Winfrey show and crying a little bit, but it's um, that that's been a challenge. And um, you know, with this being the summer vacation and the kids being off school, um, you know, it's 
it's just interesting having someone else, you know, mesh as easily as she has done with the family. Um, but you know, when you do have six boys, having a girl in the mix is is kind of different. Um, I took her off to the mall one evening, and uh, you know, my kids, my, my son here, is sat to my right and he'll back me up on this. My kids could literally come up to me and say, Dad, can I have some ketchup with my peas for dinner? And I'll say, no, you don't need any ketchup with your peas for dinner. And I took this little girl to the mall and within like 20 minutes had three bags of Disney yarns <laughs> and scented candles and just no ability to say no to anything. So, um, I don't know. I don't know about challenges, but we've had a lot of fun this week. Well, thank you guys for sharing that. And certainly that's awesome to see uh, just the way that these kids not only are coming into your home, uh, but they are also acclimating to your home so quickly, and your families are acclimating to them. And so, Alex and Nicole, you two are, are hosting, and uh, I guess just talk to us a little bit about your story and how you got into this hosting and how God called you and opened up your heart and your home to hosting these kids. Um, we've always had a heart to um, for the orphans and for adoption, and... Things have um, different things have happened at our church with host programs, and a lot of different families have adopted, and it's something that we've observed and have been very um, interested in, but never maybe the right time for us. And so one day, my daughter and I were sitting in church, and uh, the Foskies were talking about the host program, and she said, "Mama, can we do this?" And I said, "I don't know." So we walked out in the foyer and saw the pictures, and that definitely spoke to my heart at that moment. And she walked off with one of her friends already and started playing. And I just started looking at the pictures and talking to Suzanne Foskey and just kind of learning more about it. And um, at that point, Alex wasn't even in town. He was out of the state, actually. And I'd already got the ball rolling on it. And someone actually even told him before I even got to tell him uh, that uh, we were planning on doing this. And so he was great with it uh, because that's just kind of always been our plan, just like I told you, not the right time. Um, but... It has been um, a really exciting experience getting ready for her coming to her house and now with her being at our house this week, um, seeing her sweet little face as well as how she has really meshed with our family. So Alex, you uh, you maybe weren't on the same page at first or a little surprised, uh, but also talk to us about just that transition of kind of getting ready, but also your kids. How did, how did your kids take it when you said... This is something we're going to open up our home to do. Well, it's always been a, well, not always, but it has been an area of conversation for our family for about four or five years. And uh, they know that mom and dad have really got a heart for the orphans. And uh, someone says that we want to be more proactive in it and not just in a supporting role. And we, um, we have a huge adoption ministry in our church, and we've always supported them in that. And then in the last... Two years, uh, I've gone to Columbia on mission trips uh, for the orphans, um, and so gotten to see that even more at hand, and so that's just kind of increased uh, some of the desire in my heart, and uh, so we've continued to have more conversations with the kids, and just, you know, letting them know that not only is this something that is uh, in the heart of their mom and dad, but it's also something that... um, you know, it's kind of a, a, a call upon us as Christians and, uh, you know, there are kids that need help and, and we want to help them. And so 
Um, we've just continued continuing to have those conversations. We've had family sit sit downs around the table. We've had just individual conversations going down the in the car and stuff, and um, just gradually kind of warming them up to it. Because to be honest, um, not all of our kids were on board right at the beginning to take care of the orphans. Um, and, and we have a big family. We have four kids, but still to add one more person um, was like, yeah, but they're not part of our family. And so we've just had to try and teach them and, and pray, you know, that God would move their hearts as well. Um, having Louisa in our home now, the kids have just been super warm to her and encouraging. Um, uh, Mariah, our youngest, and, and Louisa are only a year apart, so they seem to blend really well. The next oldest is Timothy, and he is um, about two and a half, three years older than them. So that's kind of a big gap, and they've just been the typical um, brother-sister kind of, you know, brothers don't mess with the sisters, brothers hanging out with the brothers playing Xbox, and the girls are off making slime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, we hopefully we think everything's going well. Preparation is kind of paid off, but uh, still just praying through that and um, not real sure what God may have for the future. I know both of your families are kind of praying about what the Lord would have for the future, right? And if adoption is there. And so I guess just first, Mark and Hager, like knowing that this sweet little girl has been in your home, Mark even said it's going to be really hard when she leaves. would you say that hosting has been something that's helped you along that journey of knowing if adoption is right? Or do you think it's, uh, it's been, you know, maybe something that any longer could be harder? I think that the, with the hosting, you know, it's really given us a good insight into, you know, you have a, a bit of a pink cloud between the first couple of days and then the nitty gritty comes home. And you're able to start seeing what, what fits, and you know, I think it's I think it's been great. I think the idea that we can post first and um, just get acclimated and get acquainted with some of the challenges and also some of the benefits and some of the differences. Well, and then Alex and Nicole, I know you guys are both praying. I guess, same thing. What would you say has been, both for your kids and for you, having Louisa in your home and knowing that maybe the Lord will or will not call you to adopt? How do you think that'll affect long-term, just kind of your decision? And, and uh, you know, I know certainly there may be pressure there, but how do you continue to pray for the Lord's will, even when there may be a little pressure? Well, <clears throat> by coincidence or, or God's direction, the very same day that we will be taking Louisa back to the airport is the very same day that my son starts college, my mm-hmm. oldest son. And so we've, we already know it's going to be a very emotional day for us for two different reasons. And uh, uh, I mean, Louisa has been just fabulous for our family. Um, you know, I, I know God knows all things, but she just seems like a really good fit for us. Um, even just in the small stuff, like she's a meat eater, she's a carnivore, <laughs> and we are too. <laughs> One of her favorite foods is ribs, <laughs> and so she could have fit in great with the Morrison family. Um, but other things too, just her demeanor, the way um, uh, 
her, her, her bio, like her schedule, you know, she's not a early riser, she's not a, you know, so that kind of fits in all of our family as well. And um, so, you know, I, I think it's going to be, it's been good to have her come and visit with us. Um, our hard cry is mm -hmm. that God will let us um, ever. <laughs> but uh, we're willing to let God still be in control, and uh, I know He'll have to have to cover a lot of obstacles. So. Mm -hmm. well, what a what a great picture of just some fabulous families who've been called by the Lord to do something that is beautiful, but yet difficult and hard all at the same time. And you know, we have a great God that does call us sometimes in the difficult, but also equips us in those moments. And so we're just grateful uh, for these sweet families to come and to open up for the Garrity's and the Morrison's and, and for Beth for you bringing these families together and all the hard work your team has done and the Here I Am team has done to bring these events together and to really bring these families together. So thank you for listening to Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the followers. We'll see you again tomorrow from Houston, Texas for the Defender Podcast.